amenities. There is amenities everywhere. But, like, you know how it is. Like, if you need to, like, wipe bodily fluids off your body, you're always like, where's the towel? The hotel, there's just all the towels. And they're soft. Way softer yeah, than my throw it on the floor. You'll get another cum towel tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Bonjour. We are coming to you from Paris. Paris. <laughs> I've been saying bonjour pretty well when we get into Ubers. I'm like, bonjour. My favorite is when I you're say like, bonjour. You're like, people, hey. No. And people respond back, hello. Like, your, your accent is so bad. You're like, you say a whole sentence in French, and they're like, what do you want? Fuck this place. <laughs> Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. So Ashley, how's the trip been? <laughs> so good. Everything we've eaten is terrible. We spent $8 million on Ubers to go to places that are fucking closed. Amazing. Am I bad at being in Paris? I spent two grand on a flight because I missed my first one. I spent $600 just to leave here sooner. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, shout out to Lauren Conrad for not going to Paris that one time on the hills. because She really, <laughs> she made the right choice. She will always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. You guys should always want to be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. <laughs> Don't come here. And I know you're all thinking, like, what is wrong with these girls that they can't enjoy the city of love, the food with the the food, the city with the best food in the world? No, let me tell you. No. Do people fucking say that? They do. There's no... every Everybody that I'm friends is like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, okay, let me tell you about what this trip has been like. Let me also back up. I've done a lot of traveling in my life. I'm not one of these people that like doesn't know how to travel. Like I travel a lot. I do my research. I read lists. I contact trusted friends and ex-lovers to ask, where do I eat in this city? I make an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. I know how to travel. Yeah. No, you kill it. You do travel guides. You know where to eat. It's your whole fucking existence. It's my whole life. It's how I actually make a living. Yeah. Um, 
let me just uh, explain how little food I've had here. I am a food photographer, food blogger. I haven't taken one photo of food in Paris in five days. Why? Because the only thing I've eaten is snails and wine, a cup of almonds, and six packs of cigarettes. Guys, I... Don't smoke. I may. I like am a cigarette hater. I will literally smell a whiff of smoke and start judging people and like walk out of an establishment if I even catch a whiff. I've been crushing cigs <laughs> because that's the only way I can like feel better about the fucking food we've been served. The best thing that's happened to me in a restaurant in Paris this week is when the waiter tried to sleep with me. <laughs> he like touched Raina's hand, gave her a wink, and then brought us the most disgusting croque monsieur I've ever seen <laughs> they didn't even toast the bread also he was like oh god the, that crock it was that's the that's been the most offensive was the crock monsieur um <laughs> i'm gonna have ashley run we made a list did not know we were gonna start that negative <laughs> we were like we cannot sound like such assholes that we hated here but i was like ashley you know people are gonna be like you know what i was at my desk all day at least you were in Paris. no you know what i would rather be at my desk all day we miss new york so much oh my god i miss it so much so um to kick this off I thought we um, would talk about our food experiences because this is girls got to eat and girls definitely did not eat. Girls cannot find actual food to eat. We made a list of all the places we tried to eat at and uh, I'm going to have Ashley read them off. Ashley, where do we try to eat on Sunday? Well, Sunday we tried seven different places to find a decent meal and ended up eating fucking Caesar salads and half-ass risotto like right in the back alley behind the hotel. <laughs> Okay. Um, we started, we went to this, we went to a falafel place that we ended up going to that was amazing, but that we would try to go there on Sunday. The line was like around the block because it's the only decent place to eat in the city. And I was sh- shocked that there was a line at the falafel place, we, the only place we, you can eat. We went up to Montmartre. Everywhere was just too crowded. It was beautiful and so cute. I mean, the city is insanely beautiful and we've had a good time, but like we're just real bitter at this point about the food. So we tried to go to Montmartre, too crowded. All the cafes were just like madness. We went to this place called Opia de Cochon. Raina did a lot of research and... Ashley and I had our first fight. We, okay. If you think that's a fight, bitch, you should have seen me and my ex. <laughs> I threw a tantrum. <laughs> and what did I do? I patiently sat there and I was like, you, you, right. I threw a tantrum because I walked in this place. And I was like, I can't be in here. I hate it. There's no ambiance. I hate everybody. The waiter stinks. The food looks terrible. I don't want anything on the menu and just sat there arms crossed like a fucking child. And Raina really managed me very well. She was like, what can I do for you? What should we do? Then she ordered six snails, sent back these teeny dick shrimps she sent them back and we left we went to a wine bar called Frenchie wine bar dying to eat there they were closed for renovation cool cool (laughs) they asked us if we wanted to eat at the restaurant Frenchie which was $90 price fixed we were like no thank you then we went to this place that we had seen earlier that the food looked edible but we went to the wrong location so we left there took an uber to the right location and then got served the most offensive croque monsieur and frozen french fries I've ever seen and we ordered as she's looking at the menu she's like I honestly I can't take another bad meal like what should I do? And I was like, Ashley, don't be a bitch. Okay. How bad could carbs with fat layered on top of it be? Oh no. Oh no. It was so awful. It was like wonder bread. 
with some shredded cheese and like, you know, the packages of ham that your mom used to take like the ham out of the vacuum sealed packages to make you a sandwich. That was the ham on the croque monsieur. I powered through a few bites and I was like, I can't even do this. I'm sending this. And the French fries were terrible. French fries. Interesting. Anyway. So, and then Brandy goes, there's not even any bechamel sauce on this. There was nothing. It was dry, disgusting wonder bread with like shredded melted cheese over a slice of deli ham. I am. I'm so offended even thinking about it. Oh, wait. I actually forgot. So we get back to the hotel. I left a place off this list. It's eight places. We get back to the hotel, and I'm like, Ashley, I'm so hungry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sushi place in the alley behind the hotel. Ashley has her pants around her ankles to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, pull your pants up. I think they're closing in 15 minutes. Ashley's such a good friend. She pants around her ankles, just like ripped her pants up and like ran out the door with me to find that the sushi place was closed. Was closed. And then that we went to the one place Raina had literally already eaten there the first night she got in it's like on the it's 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 food it's edible food you had a caesar salad we had edible french fries for once at least they were hand cut we sat in silence while ashley edited last week's podcast and didn't look each other welcome everybody we didn't look each other in the face (laughs) (laughs) and yes so yesterday more we had the falafel amazing It, it is that the falafel place is worth waiting for but again you know, I'm sure we could get the same in New York City. We also tried to go to a bakery before that. That was, that was also closed. closed. So now we're on place number two. The falafel was delicious. Then we... Ashley tried to buy a bottle of water that she couldn't get open. So um, we can't hour. even have water here. It took me an hour. I finally loosened it up enough to open it. Then, I promise we're almost done. We we're almost done. <laughs> then we go to Hotel Costas, which I have actually eaten there. I ate there last time I was in Paris. It was one of the most expensive meals I've ever had. It was mediocre at best, but like gorgeous, one of the most stunning hotels I've ever seen. And really nice service. We had a cup of almonds and four glasses of wine and a pack of cigarettes. It was the best meal I've had here. It was $300 a piece. <laughs> the waitresses were so beautiful. Like, I'm not into girls, yeah. but like if I was. Yeah, the Hotel Costas like, cannot recommend it enough if you really want to spend $22 on a glass of wine and sit there. Uh, then we tried to go have dinner at, we um, were like, we were literally texting people like, where can we find food? So this very handsome gentleman that Ashley knows <laughs> recommended this Italian place. And I'm like, I know where this place is. I'm like, you know what? He'd been there. This is going to be like the saving grace. We're going to have a cute, adorable Italian dinner in this cute little neighborhood. And it looks adorable. We pulled up. Well, and he said, he was like. I'm so, after what you girls have been through, I am so stressed to give you a restaurant recommendation. If it's not good, I'll Venmo you. You can go buy a dinner in New York. And we're like, done. Pull up to the restaurant. By the way, I am like $100,000 deep in Uber at this point. Like, I am funding Uber at this point. Just to not own stock in Uber after this trip. (laughs) Pulled up to the Italian restaurant, which we previously checked was open. It's not open. Closed, it's closed, closed. And listen, guys, we're not fucking morons. We check if places are closed because places are closed here on Whatever day they feel like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. It wasn't closed. They were closed for who fucking knows what. Renovations? We don't know. So Ashley goes to a bakery and buys me a cookie, which I promptly drop on the ground. (laughs) Such a defining moment. So girls didn't really eat, but you know what? We'll come back thinner, better looking for you. And I'm addicted to cigarettes now. (laughs) So anyways, this brings us to this week's... Guys, Paris is beautiful. (laughs) And like we've done some cool stuff. Like it's we will. It, yeah. <laughs> Just don't come here to eat. That's all. Yeah. Don't I took eat. Ashley to a market. She liked the market. The mar- okay. The market. And the, I got a guy made me a Nutella banana crepe right in front of me. It was insanely delicious. Also, the falafel was delicious. And today we had some sushi. That was great. <laughs> we had some sushi in an alleyway. 
It's great. <laughs> Anyways, but no, this come here us. and like find out why French women are so skinny. See for yourself. They don't fucking eat. They're so beautiful. And leave with a nicotine habit. I wish I was as beautiful as a French woman. What'd you bring back from France? Cigarettes. Nicotine habit. Two bath, two packs of cigarettes. <laughs> oh anyway, rant over. <laughs> Ashley's been begging me to uh, talk more about food on this podcast, so <laughs> there's your food segment, Ash. There it is. That should last you guys for at least the next year. No, but really, I'm very glad that Ashley was here with me, and this inspired uh, today's topic, which is traveling with your significant other. <laughs> That being said, we'd like to announce that we are together. Oh, yeah. I kind of sounded like I was saying we're dating. Um, spoiler alert. Ashley's not my type. Yeah. Oh, ouch. You don't have a penis. True. Okay, fair. How do you know? I've seen you naked like seven times. You did times. see me pull out my pants and tell me to promptly pull them up. Yeah. Um, um, this is our first like really big trip together, especially international. I mean, we did like a quick Miami getaway, but... You know, it was just like a whirlwind of a trip. So and Aruba, you really oh yeah, and Aruba where we met. But we you learn a lot about somebody when you travel with them. So that's why we wanted to kind of talk about this today. We've been doing great given the circumstances. Like I've every time something happens, it's like so discouraging or like a place that's closed, and we've been wasting so much money on Ubers to show up to places that are closed in the fucking rain. I'm like I can't even imagine if this was like with an ex, like <laughs> someone I've dated. I do have one person in mind. I'm like this would have been a huge fight. So I think that like it's really important to talk about traveling with people and when do you start traveling with significant others because there are traveling is so stressful and there are so many things that go wrong go wrong and if you're not with a person that can also get out of a cab in front of your seventh restaurant of the day that is closed and laugh with you about it and buy you a cookie (laughs) you're gonna get in some fights yeah i mean it's really it is the it can go either way i think traveling with somebody is so make or break and you just you learn a lot i mean about somebody and it's no trip is ever like, I mean, I guess, but like a lot of trips, they're not seamless. Little things happen here and there. There's flight delays, there's bad meals, there's all these things that can happen. And if if there's one thing I can say about us, again, we are not in a romantic relationship, but we've been able to laugh about all this shit. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Like we'll show up to another closed place and I'll just take a picture of rain outside the closed sign. Like it's crazy. So... Yes, I think you have to be able to figure out, like, can we get along on a trip? Because when you want to see somebody at their lowest, absolute, like, level of human behavior, it's in an airport when stuff is going wrong. When stuff is, oh my gosh, a million percent. And also, you know, especially an international trip, especially a country where there is a language barrier, you learn a lot about somebody and how they communicate and their their threshold of frustration and anger, like, all those kind of things. You, I mean, I'm telling you, ultimate make or break. Okay, thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. 
mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Yeah, we have some funny stories for you guys. So yeah. to start, I want to ask you, how soon do you think it's too soon to go on a trip with somebody? I say going quick. Really? <laughs> I say figure it out quick. Again, because I think it's the quickest way to find out all these things about somebody and really get to know them on that level. And I'm like, why not do it sooner than later, especially at, at this age? It's just like figure it out. My personal experience is my probably my most serious relationship. We went on a trip four or five weeks in and road trip, road trip to Charleston from Atlanta. So five hour ride in the car and had the most like magical weekend. And that's when we had our talk about being exclusive and being boyfriend, girlfriend. (laughs) And it was just like, I would still (laughs) look back on that, not looking back on him so positively, but like look back on that as like a very defining moment. And I love that we took that trip. And I think our friends were kind of joking like, oh my God, this is so early. Like you guys just met, you just started dating. And I thought that was great. But no blowjobs in the car because you've never done that before. Never done roadhead. Did definitely didn't do it. On and that you guys trip. stayed together. He stayed with you after that. Okay. We. Oh yeah. We. You that must was, be a that great was, conversationalist. Oh, what the fuck? Right. You don't have to suck someone's dick in a car to keep him around. You don't. Also, we got a loner from Ford. I did not want to wreck it for that trip. (laughs) No, but I think it's actually a really good point. If you can be in a car with somebody for five hours and make it fun and joke around, you learn so much about somebody and like you're, cause you're stuck, you're trapped in a box. And if that can be really fun, I think that you know that you really can get along with somebody. I, I, and we'd already known that we got, we really were super into each other, but at that point. And, but I, if I can pinpoint the actual like memories that I'm like, thinking to myself in my head, like, God, I like this guy so much. It was like these moments in the car when like we have the music on and we're like making jokes and we're singing and like, you know, he's like catching me Snapchatting, singing to Taylor Swift, you know, like it was just kind of, I remember getting home from that trip and being like, oh man, this is the real deal. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that everything likes to gamble. I mean, personally, I don't love the idea of going on a trip with somebody oh, yeah. what's your, what's that your soon. <laughs> Back to you. I just, I worry about creating situations with significant others that make them think that the relationship has moved faster than it has because it takes me a little while to like get close to somebody. But like when you do things like take trips together or like introduce somebody to your friends or your family, like in their mind, it says like this person's more all in. And like, I don't know, spending a five days alone with somebody on a trip or in a car in a hotel does indicate to them that you are ready to be in a relationship right. with them. I think um, that's well, what it indicates to me. And so I'm, I'm always nervous to just wait as long as possible, I guess. Well, and I, again, we, I think that we were just on the same page where we already did like each other so much. It was just one of those things. So, I mean, I like met his mom on that trip too. Yeah, he, like, you know that. through. You know yeah. <laughs> I think that you learn a lot of things once you're on the trip. Okay. So let's talk about hotel behavior. Oh, oh. oh Ashley just spit on me in our hotel. <laughs> right now, like flinched. You just got a facial. <laughs> I'm... You know, the person has to suddenly see you without makeup on. They see your morning routine. Oh my God. People see that so early with me anyway. Not me. I never take my makeup off. I like 
I, I wake up and just put it on and get back in the bed. Oh my gosh, yeah, like totally 1950s. But the worst thing, and I know that everybody's just waiting for, all the girls are waiting for somebody to say this, when you have to take a shit and you are in a hotel room yep. with another person that you are not ready to do things like that in front of, I'll never be ready. I mean, we could be, we could have grandkids. I'll still never take a shit anywhere near you. Um, like this hotel room that Ashley and I are in, the bath, it's so small. The the bath, toilet, the toilet is the toilet. How far would you say that is from the bed? Two, oh my God. Two feet? Looking at it now, two feet. I can't take, I cannot alleviate myself two feet away from somebody who I want to have sex with me. <laughs> There's just no way. <laughs> I'm not even dating Ashley and I've been like going to the bathroom in the spa down the hallway. Okay, also, let's just, while, while you guys, we know you're wondering, Raina has left the hotel room to take all her shits and I've just been going in the bathroom. I guess I'm like that person. She's an animal. <laughs> shit anyway. I won't. This is why God created lobby bathrooms. It's not because anybody that's checking into a hotel needs to go to the bathroom so badly. It's so when you wake up next to your new boyfriend in the morning and you have like explosive diarrhea because you ate sushi in an alley last night, <laughs> there's somewhere to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. So that's your tip. Use the lobby bathroom. No, that's oh my the guy gosh, supposed yes. to leave. What am I going to say? Please leave so I don't have to like offend no, you? No, he's supposed to leave when he takes a shit. And then oh. hopefully you got to go too and you can sneak in there really quick. Okay, well, that's not how I roll. <laughs> okay. I've lived with people that I guarantee I you like has you, never heard me take a shit. I feel like you brought up hotel behavior just to talk about shitting. Like, what else? Oh, like everybody else wasn't thinking it. Like, I, I love said, it. I said traveling with someone and every person was like, when is she going to talk about going to the bathroom in the, in the hotel? Like the front desk person at the spa is like, ma'am, you here to use the spa? You're like, nope, just here for my daily shit. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. But thanks, Deborah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I'm like, merci beaucoup, bonjour. And they're like, bye. bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think the other thing that is really hard for me when I travel with people, like as far as mismatched styles, is I like to get up pretty early and like have a plan for the day. Not a crazy plan, but like just know what's available to me for the day, the four or five things and where they are. Right. And I like to be with somebody that's going to get up and be active with me. Experience the trip. If somebody dawdles in the morning and I don't get out of my hotel till like 11, I am like blind rage. I'm so mad because like you're there. I mean, you spent a lot of money to go on a trip. Like I want to experience it. I want to have fun. I want to try the food and the museums and walk around. And if half the day is gone by the time we get up, I am not a happy girl. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, that's not even my normal style. I go to bed late. I wake, I I sleep later, but like when I'm on a trip, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you just suck it up. You know, and like, I don't really, I just am energized and I don't really feel hangovers when you're traveling anyway, because you're excited. You're like, it's exhilarating to be in a new fun city and be in a vacation. So to get the fuck out of bed. I also need to be with somebody who has the same eating habits as me. Well, that's just in life. I can't be with somebody who just eats to live. Yeah. Like the, oh, we'll just pick a place, people. No, 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 no. And that's why this has been such an upsetting trip because we did do the research and we did get the recommendations and we still have had all these shitty meals, but I'm the exact same way. Like I don't ever want to waste a meal on a trip because 
you're spending money and you're traveling. You want to experience the, that city or that country's culture. Yeah. And the last thing that's like a real important thing for me to check off the list is a person that really can go with the flow because like stuff is really going to be shitty. Sometimes you're going to miss flights and have terrible experiences mm-hmm. and you're going to have a day where you try to go to seven restaurants and like, I need to be with somebody that doesn't like throw a tantrum and then pout because I'm here too. And I'm trying to like be positive and yeah. be in a good mood. It takes, it's a really, it takes me a long time to get pushed to the point where like I flip out. But like once I do, it's yeah. really hard for me to come back. So I just need to be with somebody that's just going to like make totally. the most out of it. Um, yeah. And that's, I, I totally agree. I actually, I feel like people <laughs> knowing my personality at this point, like probably think I'm not like this, but I actually love just people to plan for me on a trip. I just love to like be told what to do. You've been really nice. You've been really go with the flow. Well, I just, I, if there's a few things I really want to do, I mean, I really wanted to do this boat thing yesterday. So we did it. And like, I'll, I've told Raina, like, this is like the one thing I want to do today, or this is the one thing I want to do tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, cool. We'll do that. But other than that, I'm just like, plan for me, please. And, and that's like not planning. my specialty. It's not, it never has been is like planning trips. Like when I would tra- travel with a girlfriend of mine, she would always like plan our flights, plan our trips, plan our activities, plan our meals. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so like Ashley said, it's good to sort of have this like miss this, this matched style where like one person sort of go with the flow and the other one plans everything. And so you can feel really good about like the fact that you spent a lot of money to fly somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of flying. Let's talk about plane <laughs> plane behavior. <laughs> I just love like the memes. Like, what if you met your soulmate and find out they clap when the airplane lands, or find out they stand up the second the airplane lands? Like, I can't. I cannot. Like, what if you're like, oh my god, I love this person. You're going on a trip, and the plane lands, and then they fucking clap, and then the plane pulls in, and they fucking stand up. Like in the last, or you are in row thirty two. You're not going and anywhere. And the person next to you is like, can you get up? Can you get up so I can get my baggage? Like, where are you going? Where are you going? I, I can't. Cannot handle it. Do you want to tell some funny stories? Yeah. I feel like we should narrate this with stories. Do you want to tell the story about our friend and um, the customs incident? Oh my gosh. Okay. Also about plane etiquette. You need to sit together on the fucking plane. I'm sorry. I don't care if you have status, if you got upgraded. Like, if you are with somebody, I mean, maybe if you're like been together forever and you're married and someone gets upgraded and you're like, honey, just take it, whatever. I'll get the next one. But like, if you are. In the first year, two years of your relationship, if somebody and someone does not me? make the effort to sit with you, oh my gosh! Like one of my exes, when we would travel together, we would like start the movie at the same time. Yeah, you know, like we would ask to. if we, I would take a middle seat if I had to, or he would. We wanted to sit together. I wanted to snooze on his shoulder. And we would like watch a fucking movie together. Like so cute, so in love. Like I can't, and like if a guy. Let's just say the guy, whatever, or the girl gets upgraded and it's just like, I'll send some drinks back. Like, and they're saying in first class and you're saying in coach, fucking get off the plane, leave that person, right. never be with that person. Right. Who doesn't want to like hang on? Nobody likes being on a plane and you're going to leave me so I can be less, I can, I, I can have less I cannot, fun. If someone doesn't give a fuck or they're not trying to make the effort to, I mean, to sit next to you on the airplane while you guys travel to your trip together, it's a huge red flag. I don't give a fuck. Okay. No exceptions. If, if Oprah and Beyonce are in first class, I'm moving to first class. Otherwise, you're sitting with me. Yeah, exactly. And you're never, they're never going to be up there, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> we have a friend whose Ooh. boyfriend got off of a plane and went through customs without her. He got off the plane. First of all, he didn't bother to sit with her either leg, remember? No, he's drunk when she told us this story. Okay, so this guy, she went she went to a <laughs> wedding with this guy. We're not even going to talk about what happened at the actual wedding. It was horrible. But he, both legs, he didn't bother to try to sit with her. They sat separately. And when they got off the plane, after they got back in the States, I think they were in like 
some other country. She gets off the plane and he's nowhere to be found. Like he had been sitting in front of her in the plane. He was on his way to customs. He didn't even wait for her. Right. My first like, question was, did you guys get in, are a, you fight? in a fight? And she like, was like, no, we didn't we, even sit together on the plane. We weren't fighting. Like, oh my God. Can you imagine? Like, guys, can you imagine getting off and going on a trip with your girlfriend, getting off the plane and just fucking taking off? No, it is really. That is so mean. It's so mean. Just be nice to each other. And just like, I'm telling you, the sitting together and shit like that, which that's rare, but do not be with that person. That is a sign of things to come. Also, I think that a lot of things go wrong on trips in the, like with hotels and rental cars and luggage and all this stuff. And you need to be with a person that can handle their shit. Right. I cannot be the only person that knows how to like deal with things and take care of it. Like that's one I, of the things I, like totally. you've been nice to travel with because like if one of us is in the middle of something, the other person is dealing with the Uber and Google Maps right. and what is Figuring open and let's yeah. figure something. I need to be with somebody that like doesn't just leave me like on a street corner like to deal with it. Because I'm very self-sufficient, but I don't want to have to be by myself. No. And yeah. And that's exactly how it should be. It should be a team effort. Or the guy should do more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles. But the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman. And it just passes the savings directly onto you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. So do you want to tell some travel stories? Sure. Because I've been dying to hear this. I have been dying to hear what you have to say, and I know it's better than mine, so I'll just get mine out of the way. Guys, we save stories so that we can just we can tell you. have real reactions on the podcast. I went on a cruise with my boyfriend, and we broke up on the ship. Because no went, big deal. You went on a cruise. Okay. I actually, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of cruises, um, but this was years ago, and this is actually a pretty cool cruise. It's a music cruise. So there's all these bands that come in the... Um, come in the boat. Shout out to Six Man and the Rock Boat. It's a great cruise. Um, oh, we went on it. He really wanted to go. I got to go write an article about it. So I brought him. We, I, this is a guy I mentioned before. If you've been keeping up, we were off and on. We met in college, we we're off and on. So we were like back on and we had just kind of reunited. So, and I was like, I'll bring him on this cruise again because apparently that's my mantra just like going with the trip. It was horrible. 
It was like the first night was great. We got there. We had fun. We got kind of drunk. And the second day he just woke up and was like such a like dud. Like again, like you said, like get get up. Let's go do some shit. You know what I mean? Like right. he didn't want to really do anything cool in any of the port stops. Like it was just like such a dud. And I was like, is this about me? Like it, it was brutal. And I like finally, I think like day three, that was maybe four or five day cruise. Like by day three, like I got drunk and like lashed out at him. Like this fucking sucks. Like I brought you on this for free. You know what I mean? Like, I think I yelled fuck you at some point. That's hard to come back from. Um, and then the rest of the trip was the worst thing ever. You know, you're in the tiniest room. Oh my gosh. So and small. he's a really like, I don't know how to describe him. He's not a guy that would ever fight with me. You know, he just was like stoic and like, didn't really talk to me. And like, me, I'm trying to figure out what hap- what's happening. Like, are we breaking up? It was, it was horrible. And we got back, we had driven down to like Fort Lauderdale where the boats left. So we get back and we had to drive another nine hours in the car. Oh. It was horrible. It was like, I couldn't even, I guess we were just not meant to be back together, but it sucked. Why? Okay. Why from the beginning did he refuse to get off at the ports and do things? I don't know. What he kind of kind person? Of sucked. He's just, he's actually, he's really like lack of spontaneity always has. I don't know though. It's like, we're on this trip though. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Maybe he just decided he wasn't that into me like day two. I don't fucking know. But I've dated a couple people that like will say to you like my ideal trip is sitting in the Bahamas in an all-inclusive resort for nine days. And like, that's fine for a lot of people. A lot of my friends take trips like that. It's not the kind of trip that I would probably seek out. And I think that like today when I go on dates with people like that, when they say like, I would like to go on a cruise ship and do like, I just know we're not going to travel well together. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to be with somebody that wants to come to Paris and go to every single museum and really be active and take a, a boat cruise and go out to eat three times a day. And like, if you don't, if that doesn't like get your rocks off, then like we probably just can't travel together. Right. And like, it would be a huge red flag if like I met a guy and his ideal trip is a cruise just to be completely honest I would be like I don't know that we like the same things in life and want to live the same way Oh, so yeah, broke up on a cruise ship. Do not recommend it. I don't, I don't <laughs> recommend it. I, I'll be honest. As much as I'm over here, like take a trip early with somebody, figure it out. Don't do a cruise because <laughs> you're in that tiny, you're trapped on the boat. You so are. if you want to go in with somebody that you're unsure about, go somewhere where you can get away. Or where there's more activities. Yeah. I think it's, like you're trapped. You are trapped on a cruise ship and there's nowhere you can go. And those teeny, I mean, whew, teeny rooms. Really it's small. not like you could get another hotel. You know what I mean? Like you're fucking trapped, right? So maybe not a cruise ship. Maybe a place where you can escape each other for a right. couple hours. Um, like you have, maybe. Apparently, what's your story? We didn't escape each other. Uh, I I've been dying to tell you this story because it I was. Know, I'm so excited. It was the world's worst trip I've ever taken <laughs> with anybody. World's and I did worst it in, trip. I did it in paradise. Um, I was dating somebody, and we lived together. I mean, this was like we've yeah. been together for years at this <laughs> point. Um, he wasn't the most together person, which was fine. I knew that ahead of time. Um, throwback to last week's episode. (laughs) I knew that ahead of time. Um, so I knew that I would have to be the one to like, you know, pack and make the plans, but I let him book the hotel because I figured how hard can that be with the internet existing and all, (laughs) you know, (laughs) So the trip just... As you do. <laughs> so we're going to take a 10-day trip to Puerto Rico and St. Martin, which, I mean, beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. could not be more wonderful. Yeah. To start... When they had power. Oh, so sad. Donate to Puerto Rico. Yeah, out. guys. Please, take a um, second. If you, rather than review us this time, donate. But also review us. Okay, keep going. Um, leading up to the trip was really bad. We were in a cab on the way. He left his cell phone in the cab. We 
land in Puerto Rico, it is a monsoon outside. It is raining so hard. And you're just like disappointed he landed like yeah. this. We get off the plane. I let him uh, get our suitcase off of the belt. I don't look at what the suitcase is. <laughs> bad, bad idea. Fuck that up. Uh, we go to the hotel, which I've allowed him to book. And it's not really in San Juan. It's like this really disgusting, low-budget hotel oh. on the outskirts of San Juan. Whoa. On the way there, we get into some kind of like the, the car hydroplanes. And like we're on the side of the road for a long time. Oh, my God. We get to the hotel. And I'm just like bummed. I'm annoyed that he's like lost his cell phone. And I'm like, I'm just going to like figure out a place to eat. We get onto the hotel restaurant. It's gross. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to change. We'll go somewhere else. He's like, great. I'm going to go watch. Um, I'm going to go read a book on the balcony. He drops the iPad that I bought him off of the balcony and no, it shatters. No, he did not drop the iPad off the balcony. Yes. Is this like, are you being punked? What? I go into the suitcase that I have not bothered to look at because it's pitch black and pouring down rain and I look at the suitcase. He has grabbed the wrong suitcase. He's like, oh my god, it's not your suitcase. So I don't have any Holy (laughs) shit. And then like, I'm also thinking of the other person whose suitcase that is. Like, two trips ruined. Right? Oh. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at your ex (laughs) you're not even with anymore. (laughs) Even my hot mess of an ex wouldn't do that. All these things happen. I am in the bathroom crying. I'm so, I'm on the phone with my mom. I'm sobbing. I'm just so disappointed. You know, I, I worked full time then. It's the only days I get off. Yeah. It just, it's, it set a bad note to the trip. My mom was like, you know what? You can't let men plan things. And, you know, <laughs> this, this feels like your fault. No. She was like, honey, you're in paradise. Just, you know, put a smile on. You're like, ish, mom. We're like on the outskirts of paradise. She's like, return the suitcase in the morning. You'll have a good trip. Just try to cheer up. I'm like, fine. We go out to dinner. It's sort of fine. We go to sleep. I wake up in the morning and I'm like ready to just have a good day. So I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to get a new suitcase. We're going to rent a car. We're going to have a car in Puerto Rico. We go to Avis to rent a car. And he gets in the front seat of the car, puts the car in reverse, and gets into a car accident. What? In the parking lot of Of the Avis. Avis. Hits an Avis truck. Is he, like... Can't say the R word. Is he... Is he... All there? No. (laughs) Yes, that's what I meant to say. I don't even know how to explain to you how angry I was at this point. I was, like, beside myself. Oh, my God. It was, by the way, I had rented the car. Of course, everything's under your name. Everything's under my name. And he got into a car accident in the parking lot. So, again, this is, like, this is when my ability to try to, like, calm down and have a good trip. I I feel like there was other things that happened. I feel like there was a list that was, like, very long. We only have a certain amount of time on this podcast. Right. So, so the trip, like, was sort of fine. He was on my nerves. After 10 days, anybody's on your nerves. So, this was day one and two. Day one and two, it gets better, it does. And then, you know, he's sort of on my nerves by the end of the trip, and more things like this just kept happening, which was, like, a hard thing about dating somebody that just kind of is, like, I don't want to say an airhead that's mean, but, like... I don't even know. He just can't handle... He just couldn't handle the shit that I needed to get done. Um... The last day of the trip, I get, like, a really bad sunburn on my lips, and we're, like, bickering all day long, and I'm tired, and we weren't really having sex on the trip at all, and 
I don't know. So I get this summer, like we're bickering all day. And he, he's like, I'm just going to take you to like get, I'm, I just need some chapstick or something for my yeah. life. We pull up to this store to get chapstick and he probably like couldn't wait to get away from me. So he's like, I will get it for you. Just stay in the car and shut up. So I go, he goes to get the chapstick and he comes back out and he hands me a tube of chapstick. My lips are swollen and sunburned. I've had, I've had it. I've had he it, gives I've me it. the hard tube of chapstick, not the squeezy kind, the tube of chapstick. And I lost my fucking mind. This was the breaking point of the trip. The tube of chapstick. Um, I'm like so angry. The steam is coming out of my ears. And he's like, what? What is your problem? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you see my lips? Do you think I want to put a hard tube of chapstick on my lips? And at that point, he lost it on me so badly. He was screaming in my face. I pity the person that ends up with you. He was so mad at me. Oh, my God. I was afraid to get out of the car because I thought he would leave me there. It was. Of course, the way he tells this story is Raina flipped out on me over chapstick. (laughs) Doesn't mention the iPad. Doesn't mention the suitcase. Doesn't mention the car wreck. This is what guys do. They fail to mention all of the things that make you lose your fucking mind. And now you're crazy chapstick bitch. Right. I just try to be sweet and go get her a tube of chapstick. No. I have to deal with little situations like this for 10 days. And I lost my mind. I I want... So we came back to the United States and we got uh, engaged about 30 days later. (laughs) Oh my God, because he's clearly a keeper. Uh, Yeah. So did you take more trips together? (laughs) Yeah, of course we took more trips together. We were engaged. And you figured it out (laughs) a little better? No, it was just always terrible. I don't know. I think that like that's also an insight into how somebody like handles stress and how somebody like yeah. handles situations. And like if you can't book a hotel appropriately, and you know it's all these little things. You lose your cell phone. You drop the iPad. You get no cars. And I understand all these things happen. If all of these things happen, yeah. I think you need to really think about: Can I trust this person to buy a house with me? Yeah. Can I trust them to invest in a car with me? Yeah. Like all these little things. It didn't make him a bad person. It was just like air headedness but it was tough for me to sort of like be in this situation and feel like I'm alone handling this I I couldn't deal with it like I need a guy that can pull his weight (laughs) for sure yeah because I can pull mine you know and it's it's even better if they can take control but at least we have to be equal partners partner you know Let's lighten it up with some sex talk. Let's talk about hotel sex. <laughs> Let's talk about hotel sex. <laughs> I have got to tell you, I've told Raina this before. One of my exes, we literally refer to San Francisco as San Francisco because we <laughs> went on a trip there and like didn't even know what the fuck we were doing. The sex was so great. Like it was just, it's the bed. It's just like the not your apartment or your house is a different place. It's like you're on vacation, no responsibility. Like, God, vacation sex is so good. You can disrespect the room. You can disrespect the room. Like, you can do anything you want, and someone else has to clean it up. And then you can eat the hotel snacks in bed and make it's it all, so like, good. crumbed up. And then they'll fucking and clean it for someone you. Someone else has to clean it. Yes, it's so good. It's just like, I was telling Rain, I was like, I remember going on vacation with a guy, um, and, like, the second we just, like, walked into the house we were staying in, which is like, pull my skirt up. Like it's just, you just get like so turned on. It's second you walk in, you're just like, Oh yes. Tell me more about that. I don't have to clean this up. Oh, 
<laughs> and there's so like just horny. towels everywhere to wipe the cup. Just you know amenities. I mean? <laughs> there is amenities everywhere. But like you know how it is. Like if you need to like wipe bodily fluids off your body, you're always like, where's the towel? The hotel there's just all the towels. And they're soft. Way yeah, softer than my towels. Just throw it on the floor. You'll get another cum towel tomorrow. <laughs> It also just brings out the dirtiest side it of me. It does. Like, like, I'm like, who am I? Like, you, I love Hotel Ashley. Oh, my God. I love Like, my significant other can be on, like, a business call for work. And if I'm in a hotel with them, I will just start giving them a blowjob <laughs> in the middle of the business call. Okay? Like, if I'm having, like, a meeting with somebody, you can just start going down on me. I'll have sex while I'm having the meeting. And there is nothing sexier than, like having sex and then like you're laying there recovering and like the room service cart shows up in the morning like are you kidding me right like you you have an orgasm you roll over and pick up the phone and you're like hi I would like a sandwich and some wine brought to me and in 20 minutes somebody brings food to you I feel like I have the best and orgasm you take like hotels. balcony pics like overlooking the water I mean yeah I think everybody can agree I, I just if you're I, having bad hotel sex that's your problem <laughs> I mean if if being in a hotel room doesn't get you like rev up for your partner I would think about the relationship Let's back up a nice hotel room because there is nothing that will make my vagina dry faster than a fucking Hampton <laughs> I don't know I had a best sex, western I had sex at a Hampton and in Dewey Beach with my ex I've had some good sex in some nasty hotels in Dewey Beach I'll be honest yep Dewey Beach sex Siesta Hotel there's like six of them Siesta One fuck tore that room apart <laughs> <laughs> and then went to Father's Day brunch <laughs> oh no well, now that Rain and I are in a hotel together with nobody to fuck, <laughs> on that note. Um, and nothing to eat. Yeah. God. We're yeah, going to get drunk after eat. this. Yeah, we're going to um, celebrate that we wrap the podcast, but let's play a game first. We, it's so, it's still so early here. We're not going to go live again on Instagram. We'll be back with that next week, we promise. But I don't know. The what would, the would you rather was pretty funny, so let's just get in a few of those. Okay, I'm ready. Keep okay. All right. BRB. Okay, here we go. Would you rather Paris edition? <laughs> All right, hit me. Would you rather come to Paris again or never go to Paris again? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Play the fifth. Next question. Okay. Would you rather find your parents' sex tape or have your parents find your sex tape? I would rather have them find my sex tape. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah, because they have to live with that shame. I I don't ever want I don't want to live with like the memories of my parents' sex tape. Fair. Your turn. I actually have a parents question queued up for you for the first oh my question god. too. Sick. <laughs> would you rather your parents walked in on you having sex or you walk in on your parents having I sex? Don't, this is like a, the number one would you rather question. I feel like I don't even Ashley's like you're not that original. I um, think Oh, fuck, I don't even know. I would never want them to see me having sex, but I can't. You can never shake that image of them. So you would rather them walk in on you having sex? No, I don't. Option C: kill, kill yourself. yourself. <laughs> I'm going C. I'm going C on this one. Oh my god, it's really also. Horrible, here's right? the thing: it's different if it's your. I would if my mom walked into me having sex. Totally no big deal. Okay. Dad, different story. If it's between seeing my dad fuck my mom and having my dad walk in on me kill myself <laughs> would you rather have sex with a hideous ugly person or a beautiful fresh corpse oh 
Oh, hit me with a hard one. <laughs> I mean, what does the person look? What is? I mean, hideous is a different is different to everybody. You're you're the ugliest person you've ever seen in your life, or the most beautiful person, but he's dead. Can you get it up? <laughs> he's still in. I think it's erect. It's erect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going dead person. I hear you. Are you fucking the dead person? That's a, yeah. That's a hilarious story. <laughs> then do you have, is it necrophilia? Is that what it is? Uh-huh. You have to be no, one of those. One of those is having sex with trees. Right. I think that's dendrophilia. I know all the philias. <laughs> yeah, I know all the dendrophilia. Right, your turn. <laughs> Would you rather lose your glasses in the middle of an orgy and wait there naked for everyone to finish up so that you can find them? <laughs> or... Blow a guy after he put numbing cream on his penis, making your mouth completely numb. So I participate in the orgy, and now I just have to stand there while everyone finishes? Yeah, because you can't see anything. You don't know what's happening. You've lost your glasses. That's hysterical. I'm doing that. <laughs> I can just picture myself, like, arms in the air, like, where am I? Feeling around. I don't know. I'm proud of my naked body. I'll do that. Okay. Someone just fucked me, and I'll stand there naked. Yeah, that's true. I, this seems like a mismatch, would you rather? All right, I have one final. Okay. Would you rather not have sex for a year or only eat Parisian food for a year? <laughs> Am I eating the Parisian food in New York? Yes. But like the food we've had here, not New York's Parisian food. This fucking food we've had here, you only get to eat it for a year. Alleyway sushi. Don't have sex for a year. Oh my god! You don't get to have the sushi. It's the it's the dirty crumbs here. It's the Swiss. I think I'm eating the food and having sex. Okay. I can't imagine like not having sex with somebody. Like, how do you explain it to people that you're dating? Like, I, do you have to put that in your dating profile? Like, I was playing what I would you rather, and I lost. So I'm under this weird contract where like I could only eat dirty ass food. But you have to explain to people you go out to eat with. You're like, sorry, I just need the kitchen to whip me up a disgusting crock, Monsieur. That's right. the only thing I can eat. <laughs> Okay, guys, that wraps it up. Merci beaucoup for listening to our Parisian episode. We, Sorry, we shit all over the city. <laughs> we are excited to head back to the States. Uh, we'll be coming to you from New York next week. Uh, when you exit out of here, please remember to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review in the iTunes store. We love reading the reviews. And remember to follow us, Girls Gotta Eat Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, Girls underscore Gotta Eat on Twitter. Don't bother Snapchatting us. We'll never get it. We'll we never know how to fucking use it. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. week.